0: Hi, this is Cage Coleman, host of Game On, and this is Our Future Is Missing. Please be on the lookout for 14-year-old female Heather Riggio, Caucasian, 5'1", 120 pounds, blue eyes, and blonde hair. She went missing May 6, 2007 from North Miami Beach. Heather has a tattoo of a Chinese star on her lower back and a tattoo on her ankle. Her ears and lips are pierced. Heather was last seen wearing a pink top, jeans, and high heels. So if you know of Heather Riggio's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Heather, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to futureismissing.com. Thank you.
1: Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN.
2: Stars could shine
3: between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know can change the world just pretend express yourself take a chance and you'll see you'll be.
2: it's time to express yourself where teens talk and the world listens presented by star style productions as an international outreach program of be the star you are charity you'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself.
4: Welcome to our program, Express Yourself, where a show by, for, and with creative young people, a platform to give teens a voice, right here on the Voice America Kids Network. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be the Star You Are charity. I'm Young Juwan.
3: And I'm Caitlin Darrow, and we're your teen host for today's show focusing on technology in our lives. Since teens are the most active users of technology, today, team members of our Express Yourself star team will be featured talking about this important topic.
4: Right. I am a personal fan of technology. I really feel that technology is how we're going to make our country and our world a better place today. But Caitlin is going to start off with our show. And she's going to discuss how we can use social media for for social good. And our What's Popping reporter, Kai Kelly, focuses on the most popular platforms of social media, such as Facebook, Tumblr, Pinterest, and YouTube, in our second segment. In segment three, we have economics tune up reporter Alex Palakos talking about the effects that technology has on economics. And I'll wind up at the end of the hour with a segment from our BTSYA blog on technology.
3: Yes, it's going to be an extremely informative day, young Jill, but before we begin, we wanted to give you some information on a major outreach project that all of us here at Be The Star You Are Charity are involved in. It's called Operation Hurricane Sandy Disaster Relief. As you all may know, uh, I was personally affected by a devastating superstorm Sandy because I live right in New Jersey and it hit the coast, so it was a very devastating experience. But I'm absolutely thrilled that BTSYA is collaborating with my charity, Angels of God Clothing Closet, to get resources shipped to the people on the East Coast who need them. BTSYA needs your donations, though. Please visit btasya.com and click on Operation Hurricane Sandy Disaster Relief to view photos, videos, and make a donation. Everyone counts, and we're counting on you, especially during this challenging holiday season. This is a great call, Caitlin,
4: and it's so cool that Be The Star You Are and your charity, Angels of God, are collaborating to help so many people. I know, well, I guess I don't really, but I definitely know what it's like to have be in a situation of need and... Um, natural disasters like California, there's a ton of earthquakes, but n- thankfully not one that's as major as Hurricane Sandy. But, um, at Club BTSYA, this is our, also our current outreach program for the holidays.
3: Yes, yeah, so we definitely want to remind our listeners that in addition to Operation Hurricane Sandy Disaster Relief, Be the Star You Are charity is running its ninth annual National Essay Contest, where you can win $100, get a radio interview on this show, and win prizes like books and recognition. It's definitely a contest that you want to enter. This year's competition has the theme of benevolence, compassion, and kindness. For more information, visit com. The contest runs through January 2013 and is graciously sponsored by U.S. Bank. And this is a great
4: opportunity for any writers out there who want to be published. Make sure to check out btsya.com to find out more about the 9th Annual Be The Star Your Essay Contest. And also, if you are interested in joining Club BTSYA or starting your own, visit btsya.com club. We want to spread club fever and have Club Be The Star You Are become a global movement for young people everywhere. And Caitlin you're, you are reporting today in your Gift of Giving segment about how we can all use social media for the social good since technology is now a big part of our daily lives.
3: Yes, yeah, social networking is a normal part of our lives, and technology makes helping others so simple. So as I was saying earlier with Young Jill, As a teenager, I am always Facebooking, tweeting, Instagramming, and more. Seriously, social media is at our fingertips, and I think that it's time that we take advantage of it. Today, with my segment, The Gift of Giving, I'm going to tell you how you can make a difference using social media. I'll also be using some popular social media words like hashtagging and trending, so I'll explain after what some of these words mean if you're new to the social networking scene and websites and you may not be sure of what some of them mean because it's really like a whole new language. I'm no expert on this topic, but I'm going to share with you some of my personal experiences and tips. The nonprofit charity that I founded, The Angel's Clothing Closet, has a Facebook page and a Twitter account. My organization provides clothes and more to those in need. If there's a collection or drive coming up with my charity, I can easily spread the word through Facebook, Twitter, and more. By posting a simple status, I can post about upcoming collections and drives. I frequently post facts about homelessness, hunger, and more. I have the ability to make people aware of the issues around them. On Twitter, I follow Do Something and Volunteen Nation for updates about volunteering and changing the world. By hashtagging, you can create a trending topic. This means that if enough people hashtag a specific saying or letters, the saying or letters will end up on Twitter's homepage where many people will see it. There are hashtags for almost any charity project. Popular hashtags for green minded people include hashtag greenstream and hashtag earth tweet. There's also hashtag hackforgood and hashtag be the change, and many, many more. Or you could even create your own hashtag to describe the volunteering that you're doing, and who knows, it could even become the next trending topic. Also, by reblogging or pinning pictures and quotes on Tumblr and Pinterest about an issue like hunger, abuse, and more, you are taking part in the movement in an effort to end it. You could also set your avatar as an inspirational picture if you prefer not to reblog or pin a photo. Also, be sure to use meaningful tags, like disaster, for a picture of Hurricane Sandy Relief or the word devastation for an event like a house fire your tags are so important so make sure to put some thought into it another great benefit from social media is free advertising I always make Facebook events about upcoming fundraisers on Facebook you can make an event page for free and invite friends to it like an internet invitation it's extremely beneficial because if you're holding a collection drive or fundraiser you're not putting money out for additional paper flyers and invitations as, as I said earlier, I did start an organization and in the beginning I learned that you can put out a lot of money when you're printing hundreds and hundreds of flyers, so I would definitely suggest Facebook events. Now, these are just some of the brief ways that you can use social media for good. Instead of tweeting or Instagramming about you, you can use social networking raise awareness about others and raise awareness about your cause. So keep this in mind next time you're on Facebook, Twitter, or your favorite social networking website.
4: Yeah, I definitely agree with everything that you said. And social media, a lot of people don't notice it or realize it, but it can be used for other things rather than updating what you're eating or where you are (laughs) at every single moment. Agreed. I also use a lot of um, social media to keep in touch with people that I've moved away from. Like I moved to California but I still talk to people in Colorado and my family in Korea and that's in part due to social networking.
3: Yeah, just the other day I sent a package to my friend. She actually lives in Taiwan mm-hmm. and the package cost me like fifty dollars <laughs> in shipping and I realized that I can just instead of sending packages or letters, which I love doing, I mm-hmm. definitely will continue to send yeah. them to you. Uh, you can save money and social networking most websites are completely free so I think people should yeah. definitely take advantage of it
4: and like I have little cousins who are always growing
3: and it doesn't
4: feel like I'm so far away after seeing pictures of their birthdays and whatever other things they're doing so um, uh, I agree. Also it's yeah, great my- to keep in touch with people
3: yeah, my mom was actually just telling me the other day about how she wasn't even sure if she was going to attend her high school reunion, <laughs> just because she knows that everyone's yeah. doing, and she always sees everyone's updates, and she knows who got married, and who has a new <laughs> job, and all that kind of stuff, so it's yeah. really, really convenient. Yeah, times are really changing, and it's
4: really strange looking back, like, 10 years and I was a child, looking at children
3: these days, it's like, Wow. I know, I always think back and I'm like, How did I survive without <laughs> Facebook? and I mean, I realize that it's definitely not a crucial part of my day. I could survive without it, but it definitely makes life a lot easier. Yeah, and so for those who didn't who don't know the world of social media yet, can you explain some of the social networking words you use today? Okay, yes. Well, I know I mentioned the word avatar, and I'm sure some of you are picturing, like, the airbender or the movie. No, it has nothing to do with that. An avatar is actually a picture that just represents your username on websites, so on a few different websites, uh, writing websites. I know my username is MissionaryKate, and sometimes your avatar could just be a picture of you, a picture of your favorite food, just anything that describes you or that you want to represent you. hmm And oh. the next word that I talked about was, oh, sorry, young Jill. Oh, no, go ahead. <laughs> the next word that I talked about was hashtag. And some of you may be so confused, like, hash, hash, what is that? So... It's actually the number sign on your keyboard. Uh, It kind of looks like a waffle, if that helps. And you just do the little uh, waffle or number sign, and then you follow it with a word or some letters, and that's basically what a hashtag is. And then the last word I'll tell you about is tagging, and it doesn't have anything to do with gift wrap or Christmas presents because I know all of us are in the holiday fever. But uh, tagging is actually a word that describes what your post is about. Yes. Thank
4: you, Caitlin. We have to take a break right now, but when we return, we'll be talking to our What's Popping reporter, Kai Kelly, who will tell us more about social media and how to use it. And to help with Operation Hurricane Sandy Disaster Relief or enter our essay contest, visit
3: btsya.com. I'm Young Juwon. And I'm Caitlin Darrow. Thanks for listening.
2: We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book.
1: Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows, you might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fade Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel.
3: You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring.
4: And thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to.
3: I'm Young Duan. And I'm Caitlin Darrow, and we're your teen host for today. Since we're going to be talking about technology and teens, so who better to bring awareness across the generations in our own pop culture reporter of What's Poppin', Kylie Kelly? Hey, Kai, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? We're great.
4: Busy, busy. But you know, the holidays are coming up really soon. Yeah, I'm so excited. Hopefully. So anyways, you're going to talk about technology today with a focus on Pinterest, Tumblr, and other social media platforms. And so what's the
5: news? Alright, so I've been hearing a lot recently from my mom about my addiction to the internet, I know Youngju and I have talked about this before, I believe, but in her eyes, every free moment I have, I like to spend on Facebook or on Tumblr, Pinterest, YouTube, she can go on and on about the importance of focusing in school and not on those useless sites. She probably does have a point, but many of these websites serve as a little place to go for inspiration and for relaxation, particularly for me, Tumblr, and Pinterest, which I'll be focusing on today. Both of these websites are part of a growing number of teens' lives, and celebrities have also endorsed these blocking sites as well. So for those of us who are less familiar with the two sites, Pinterest is a pinboard-style social photo-sharing website that allows users to create and manage theme-based image collections, such as events, interests, hobbies, and more. So basically, users browse these pin boards for inspiration, and they can like photos and repin different things. So basically, the site is filled with inspirational pictures and quotes, and those are filed under different categories. For example, my favorite section is the hair and makeup category, admittedly, as well as the fashion section and the travel pictures. So I click on those when I visit the site. I have several different pin boards where I pin different pictures for each of those categories that I'm interested in. And obviously, it's pretty light because fashion and makeup aren't major aspects of life. But it's, and it is pretty silly, but I do come back to those boards when I'm in need of some inspiration, whether it's quotes or far away places that I'd love to visit or cute outfits from other people. So I think it's a really fun and positive online environment. My other favorite um, blogging site is a blogging site called Tumblr, which is a social networking website that lets users post multimedia and other content. So users follow other users, and those blogs will show up together on a dashboard. So my Tumblr's dashboard, for example, is filled with, again, clothes, there's funny gifts from my favorite TV shows, millions of Harry Potter pictures because I'm a huge fan of Harry Potter, cool places, and it's really similar to my Pinterest boards. And both of these places are places to connect with people who like the same things that we do. So I know some people use Tumblr as a place to write as well. And for me, my Tumblr is mainly filled with pictures. But the basic idea is that both of these sites are great opportunities to have a little inspiration and to interact with people who are interested in the same thing as you. So if you haven't had a chance to check out either of these sites, I would highly recommend it.
3: Yes, I'm huge fans of both those websites, actually, as well. But what do you think is the most valuable about these websites? Uh, well, uh, at least for me, I feel like high
5: school is pretty overwhelming. There's so many tests. I know Young you had four mm-hmm. tests today. I think I had I had three, and then I had an in-class essay. And so Pinterest on the and Tumblr, on the other hand, speak to that side that just wants to relax or just wants to travel or see, like, really beautiful pictures, which is what mostly my Tumblr is followed up and then also for me it's like reconnecting with harry potter because i love (laughs) harry potter and so it's just basically taking you back to the things you love when you're really stressed out or you're worried about these other things related to school or sports
4: you know the more stressed i become the more i turn to tumblr and pinterest and instagram and other forms of social media so what can we do about these distractions and the concern that these are major distractions
5: Right, so as we talked about before, I definitely see how these these sites could be a huge distraction. I know my friends always talk about how they're always on Facebook or they're always on Tumblr, and we've talked about it definitely a lot of times, and as in my own life, I have problems with that being a distraction. So for me, what I would recommend doing is that I need to limit the amount of time that I spend messing around and spend on these different websites. So for example, tomorrow, I have a bunch of different tests, and I need to understand that I must focus on those tests and not on the Tumblr and not on Pinterest, Um, and basically just prioritizing what I think is important and what I know that I have to get done. And that way, I can enjoy all aspects, like the social media aspect of life as well as the ones that I'm not too excited about studying for. And do you have a Tumblr
4: or a different blog as well? And do you have any recommendations for those just starting out?
5: Yeah, so I don't know. I don't have too many recommendations for those just starting out, but I would recommend for sure just checking out Tumblr and considering taking, uh, signing up for one of the blogs or signing into Pinterest for a couple times just to see if you're interested in these, these different media sites because they're becoming more popular and they're becoming more used for different varieties of things. Um, I actually just started collaborating on a blog called www.thesoftoptimist.com with a couple of my friends, so definitely check it out, especially you, young (laughs) because I know you'll know the rest of the girls on there. And then my personal favorite blogs include galmeetsglam.com or wendyslookbook.com, and so those are related to fashion, but those are a couple blogs that I love, and then there's a bunch of tumblers. I follow something like 30 blogs on Tumblr that I check yeah, every day and I love. I follow a lot, too. But I love Wendy's
4: Lookbook, and she has a YouTube channel, so I started watching her on YouTube and then read her blog. And so I think that's the greatest thing about social media, how if you find some, some platform somewhere, they if they have a blog, then you can find out more about them, and it's just so interchangeable. And I also love blogging, so there are so many cool things that you can do on social media. But can you tell us something that you can find on Pinterest?
5: Yeah, so there are many cool categories on Pinterest, and I wouldn't be able to name them all because it would take forever. But categories that I haven't mentioned, I know I focused on the hair, makeup, the girl type of things. And there's more for girls, just like weddings, home, decor, like decor, sorry. And then cars, art. There's funny things like humorous posts. There are illustration posts, which are really cool Put pictures by different artists from around the world. There's posters. There's education. There's film. So it's not just... Uh, it's just a variety of different things food there's health there's technology so if you can think of any category of life then you can essentially find that category on Pinterest and find things that inspire people who Mm -hmm. like the same thing as you like if you love food you can go look at all the delicious food or if you love something that's funny then you can look at the humor section so there's something for everyone
3: oh yes and I am a huge Potterhead as well uh, So I'm always reblogging pictures of Harry Potter too, and like screenshotting them and like printing them and saving them because I find the funniest images and like gifs online. Yeah. I actually saw
4: a video from A. B. Bite Brothers whom I found on Tumblr and started watching on YouTube. But I heard that it's pronounced GIF and I was really confused because I've been saying gifs, GIF, huh? and so they're like, no,
5: it's pronounced JIF but who knows? like gifs, but it, it sounds kind of funny either way, gifs. Are- yeah. I think they're, I just, like, love the ones, and the ones about, I don't know if you guys are fans of the Hunger Games, but they uh, have, oh a,
3: my gosh, yes, about, like, PETA and his bread on it as well. <laughs> yes, and now with the new Twilight that uh, just came out yeah. a little bit ago, there was a lot, a lot of gifs, gifs uh, about that. <laughs> We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
2: It's almost showtime. Tune in to Curtain Call every week for the latest happenings from the world of theater. It's news and reviews, both on stage and behind the scenes. If you've ever wanted to be a stage actor, theater director, or work behind the scenes in production, this is the show for you. Your hosts have been there and done that, and we'll answer all of your questions right on the air. Listen for Curtain Call. Weekly performances are happening Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel.
4: America Kids, our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Young Juwan.
3: And I'm Caitlin Darrow, and we're your teen hosts on today's episode of Express Yourself, which is all about how technology affects our lives. Yes, and Alex Polacos
4: writes the app rap column for La Miranda Weekly and is our economics tune-up reporter here on Express Yourself. He's going to tell us how economics and technology relate together. Hi, Alex.
0: Hi, this is Alex Plakos, and this is Economics Up. You may not realize it as a teen, but each and every day, economics affects you. Today's topic deals with the, deals with the effects that technology has on economics. First of all, what do we mean when we say technology? Basically, it's the applying of new knowledge, new science, new techniques, and new designs to improve the way we do things or how we make things. Technology goes hand-in-hand with economics because technology has an enormous impact on the economy. For one thing, technology introduces entirely new products that people might want to buy. Oftentimes, thanks to technology, there are products that develop that we never imagined, and then we decide we can't live without them. The economic impact is that whole new industries are born hiring lots of people and contributing to the economic growth of our country. As teens, we like to see this because it opens up new job opportunities for us. These can part-time or even new career opportunities.
3: Can you please give us some examples of new career opportunities that you just spoke about that have actually come from technology?
0: Well, an older example would be web designers. Before the internet was invented, there was no such thing as a web designer. The growth of the Internet opened up whole new career fields. And actually, the Internet is still providing new careers. In particular, a hot career right now is social media marketing, using things like Twitter and Facebook to get your product noticed. Again, technology influences economics by opening up new opportunities for growth and employment.
4: And can you give us some examples of how consumer products based on technology have caused the economy to grow?
0: Absolutely. The list is unbelievably long. Some common examples would be the iPod and other Apple products. Smart cell phones, including the iPhone, Xbox, high-definition TVs, notebook computers, hybrid cars, flat-screen wall-mounted TVs, computer software, Microsoft Office, and the list just goes on and on.
3: That's interesting. So, does technology mostly result in new consumer products?
0: Well, that is part of the story, but not all of it. Although certainly from an economic view, we can see how the inventions of whole new products help the economy to grow. But there are many other ways that technology impacts the economy of the world we live in. For example, technology has given us much better medical treatments as well as better medicines. Because of that, people are living longer and healthier lives. The economy as a whole is clearly better off with a healthier working population. Not only that... But oftentimes technology has resulted in our ability to produce a lot more of a needed product with much fewer human workers Technology can free people from having work in occupations that are physically exhausting on the body
4: And what are some examples of that?
0: Well, a really good example is found in farming Years ago, it took huge amounts of manual labor to provide food for the nation The U.S. economy had to devote a lot of its human resources to backbreaking work on the farm so that the nation could be fed but thanks to technological advancements in farming machinery, fertilizers, irrigation systems, and so on, large commercial farms can provide enormous amounts of things like corn, wheat, and soybeans with very little human labor. Today, modern science is now applying genetic technology to the growing of plants in an effort to improve the crop yields.
3: What are other technologies that replace human labor?
0: Well, now we have high-tech robots that perform complicated surgeries on human beings. A lot of retailers, including Target, have checkout counters that let us check out our own items that we purchased. ATM machines replace bank tellers when people need to access cash from their bank account. Another example would be the use of robots on manufacturing assembly lines. In the past, people had to stand all day long on assembly lines, working long hours to do the same task over and over. Now robots are able to do the same task faster and more efficiently, and robots can work 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Apple plans to install a million robots in China to assist in building iPhones and other Apple products.
4: Yeah, I remember going to the airport and they had this electronic machine where it reads your passport and gives you your ticket without the trouble of going to an actual person. But another question. If Apple is building robots, will its stock go up past 700 again? Apple has sure fallen.
0: Well, that's a really good question, and there's often a lot of disagreement over the answer. On the one hand, it's generally true that advances in technology have not caused major unemployment over time. This is true because new industries are constantly being formed and they hire the people that have been replaced by other technologies. A great example is Microsoft. That company didn't even exist before 1975. Now they have over 60,000 employees. On the other hand, a lot of jobs that are lost to machines are high-paying jobs. This is especially true in manufacturing jobs like in the auto industry. Years ago, welders and painters and riveters all got paid very well to build cars in the factory. Now robot arms are replacing much of this high paid labor. It is often not so simple to lose a high-paying factory job and find an equally paying job in another industry. The bottom line is that technology is good for society as a whole and improves our quality of living. Its impact on our economy is generally positive. However, it must be recognized that there will be periods of time where technology could have a negative impact on people's jobs, especially if they are not trained or skilled to do anything else except the job that they lost due to technology.
3: Yes, and I definitely agree with this, especially since I'm actually an aspiring journalist, and a lot of the print newspapers that I read on a daily basis... Uh, are no longer printed or they just aren't being sold as much because nowadays you can get many articles and many things online so I do agree with that greatly
4: yeah like I am a part of my school newspaper and my newspaper teacher is trying all different kinds of things since the newspaper and journalism world is changing from print to online to social media like Instagram and
3: Twitter and so it's really cool being part of that evolving process Yes, definitely. And, I mean, I don't think that the career of journalism is dying. I just think that growing. No, I don't think it is growing. Either. Yeah, it's yeah, growing in know a
4: different direction.
3: Definitely, and I think that that's a debate that's commonly brought up. And <laughs> I do not think that it's dying. It's a career that I would absolutely love yeah. to, grow, to go into just because I love to travel and talk mm-hmm. to people. And you understand that since you're on yeah. your paper. But um, I know – for the New York
4: Times, I think, actually, I went on recently, and it said that if you click more than 10 times on one of their top stories, it makes you pay money, so it's going to be kind of a hard transition going from free online to pricier online, since <laughs> since they can't charge for, not many people are reading their paper, so they have to charge for what
3: things they do get, so it'll be a transition, and I yeah. know ads on YouTube now so oh yeah it's definitely definitely different and I'm such an old-fashioned girl I love anything vintage and old and I always always buy you know a hand printed you know paper newspaper and paper books, and I absolutely, I just cannot get myself to buy a Kindle because <laughs> I just love the feeling of a book, I and I love flipping too. the page, and I you love, know,
4: I love the feeling you get when you're done reading, and you and
3: you look at all your torn pages and all the oh uh, yes, you know, it's everywhere, and you just feel good about it. Yes, I don't think I would have that same satisfaction with a Nook or a Kindle I don't think either. Yeah. Well,
0: I personally just find it's harder to read stuff off a computer. That's true. I don't know about you guys.
3: Yeah, your eyes get tired. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's convenient because I know that the new Nook has the nightlight. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I always just love going to my covers and like, holding a little flashlight. I'm such a nerd like that. I just love it.
4: Old memories. And it's weird to say that's old memories because kids nowadays, they kind of look at you strange and be like, what? You, ha- you <laughs> had to carry a flashlight when you were trying to read? Yeah. <laughs> So I definitely know that. I, I volunteer with kids, so they always show me how un- old-fashioned I'm becoming. But Alex, how have you seen technology change in your world?
0: Well, in my world, I guess the biggest experience I have is definitely the smartphones. That has really uh yeah. had a big impact on my life. Just It's really helpful to have uh, email on the go. mm. It's just a really, uh, really makes you stay connected with uh, what's going on with the world.
3: Yeah, it's so convenient as an iPhone, you know, holder myself. Yes, and we are out of time again. So to read the app rap and other published works by teens, go to the pen and
4: paper section in the news at www.btsy.com. I'm Young Juan, and you're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network
3: where the teens talk and the world listens. I'm Caitlin Darrow, but we've got to run. Visit us at expressyourselfteenradio.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back with Young Juice Technology Blog Report.
1: Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're
3: just kids with opinions.
1: You're listening to Voice America Kids.
2: Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to The Tech Team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids.
1: The longer
4: you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. For staying with us here at Voice America Kids, our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Young
3: Jooon. I'm Caitlin Darrow, and it's been a very insightful day today with all of our input about technology in our life. Young Ju has recently begun writing a blog on behalf of BTSYA to discuss how technology affects us every day. Young Ju simply states less. Im- Technology.
4: Right. I'm now blogging at Platform for Good on behalf of the Express Yourself Teen Radio and Be the Star You Are charity. You'll be able to follow my blog at www.btsya.com under Talk and in our Star Searchers Express, Yourself Express Newsletter. Sorry. Um, and so here it is Technology is a rapidly evolving concept. As of now, there aren't many laws or regulations in place to keep everyone, especially teens, safe. There are always stories of bad things happening because of technology, whether it be distractions from schoolwork or horrible scenarios of kidnapping due to Facebook. My parents didn't allow me to get a Facebook until 8th grade under high parental supervision because my mom had heard so many bad stories circulating around. The good and useful sides of technology are rarely featured. In almost all my AP classes, we have a Facebook page dedicated to students who love learning. It's great to see that we can help each other online and create a community of students who use technology to get ahead in education. Even a decade ago, the idea of carrying a textbook in the form of an iPad was unthinkable and something straight out of a futuristic science fiction novel. Times are changing and people need to adapt. Everyone is learning how to use technology and we must account for this learning curve. When the Founding Fathers were creating a system of democracy for a new nation, they made mistakes along the ways when laws were created and amended and even nullified to fit the situation. The benefits of technology are still being explored as this is the new frontier. Instead of shunning the use of it, people should embrace it. One of my friends was telling me how she likes the newspaper rather than the online article because it's the feel of paper in her hands that is what she's used to. Technology has a lot of room to grow, and we the people must foster it and allow it to grow. I'm part of the Express Yourself radio team and Be The Star You Are charity. It's amazing that we do what we do with technology through Skype. We broadcast on the Voice America Kids Network every Tuesday to 192 countries. It's so amazing. I would have been so sad if these smart people hadn't thought of the idea, hadn't thought of the idea of doing broadcast through Skype and using its full potential. Technology allows teens and everyone to be more creative and think outside the box. Adults are always telling teens to take the initiative with new ideas, and with technology, teens can do that. I love the radio for that reason. Our ideas and opinions can be heard anywhere throughout the world. It's so amazing to be able to talk to idols or my idols at least, like Meg Cabot and Ellen Hopkins, all thanks to technology. Everyone has a different opinion on something, and it's great for teens to be able to say what they want and be heard. It's also inspiring when you hear such famous people telling you how they got started and how they were as teens. Not all people can talk to Meg Cabot directly, but now people in 192 different countries can hear her inspiring messages on Express Yourself Radio. Our producer, Cynthia Bryan, and our on-air star team of team reporters are all about providing hope and encouraging people to speak their opinions. What better way to do it than to embrace the new frontier?
3: That is so fantastic, and I absolutely agree. And I do think that we should embrace technology just because... I personally have been able to have so many opportunities just because of technology, not only just the radio, but in general. I know on Twitter I follow a few different uh, scholarship, uh, different handles, and they always tweet about, you know, different scholarships and essay contests, and I'm able to find out about these type of things, and I'm not shut out from it because, you know, I'm able to be exposed to it. Yeah, I definitely agree. It's amazing what we can do with
4: technology. And I feel like the benefits... So we we just have brushed the surface of it and has so much potential to grow and become something that is really useful.
3: Yes, and I completely agree with the whole textbooks, carrying in an iPad form, because recently, uh, actually this year, my social studies class, we basically have a virtual textbook. We do have a print one, but it is a lot more convenient just going online and using it. And I think it's really just crazy how much we've evolved in the past few years and even just within the past 10 years, five years, uh, technology is advancing every day and I always think to the future and wonder what it's going to be like in five or 10 years from now, what we'll have then. Yeah, it's just super, super cool thinking that your phone can be a GPS, it can read
4: your emails, you can play games with it, you can look, you can read with it, you can, it can be a textbook, it's just so amazing that it can have so many capabilities
3: Yeah, I just completely, completely agree with that. And especially because I do feel like, you know, social media especially gets a very bad reputation uh, because you hear all these pretty bad stories revolving Craigslist and Facebook and all these different websites. And it's really horrific that these different incidences have happened. But I think as long as most people practice online safety and they just really be careful and think about who, you know, could be on the other side of the screen, you never know.
4: And a lot of people need to be careful, including me, about their dependence and re- rely how much they rely on technology. Because I know, like, one day with, when my internet crashes, I'm, like, so upset that I can't check my Tumblr and Facebook. And it's like, Wow did I become so dependent on technology.
3: Yes, definitely. And I feel like it's something that we take for granted sometimes just because I know I am very dependent on it as well. And knowing that Internet is actually privilege, you know, to some people, I think that we definitely have to put that into consideration and really use it to the full extent.
4: Yeah, and I feel like technology, as much as I love it, it is kind of hindering our social skills with real people since we're
3: just so used to being able to think for five minutes about what we want to say. Oh, that is so true because I know when I'm sending a text, especially instead of staying on the phone, I can make it very, you know, well thought out and exactly what I want to say and precise. Whereas when I'm on the phone, it's I have to be right on my toes and I have to be ready to think of what I want to say. So I do agree with that as well. I think that it does hinder our social skills, too. Yeah. And I think it's just something that, you know, we have to be careful of. My mom is always complaining. She's like, Caitlin, you have to pick up the phone because I'm always sending texts and emails. But, of course, I love talking as well. But I think that typing is sometimes a little bit easier. I was
4: even telling my dad yesterday, like, what if? phones couldn't make calls anymore would that really be a problem my dad just stared at me so strangely
3: (laughs) yeah and especially with siri i know a lot of my friends have iphones i do too and you can literally just tell siri a text that you want to send or tell siri to enter something into your calendar and it just really scares me because i really hope that we don't become very lazy in the future having these robotic figures do everything for us Yeah, and I don't know, like my dad was saying how he knew the directions really
4: well without our GPS system, but when we got it, now he just relies on that, which can be good, but you know, if that suddenly broke down, we would be lost in the middle of the highway. (laughs)
3: <laughs> yes, definitely. I know that's happened uh, before, and definitely, I think just having the GPS in your phone makes me feel a lot better if I'm walking somewhere, biking somewhere, because I can't drive yet. Uh, today was actually my first day driver's ed. But <laughs> on another note, I think that the GPS is very, very convenient to have, just right in your pocket.
4: Yeah, and it makes me feel really safe, even if I'm walking where some where, where I where I do walk a lot, even. Like, if I got lost, I'd still be able to find my way with my little GPS.
3: (laughs) Yeah, and I think it's great, too, because nowadays, if you get stuck in a bad situation, most people always have their cell phones with them at hand. So if an attacker does, you know, try to speak to you or try to attack you, uh, you have your cell phone, and that just definitely gives me a lot of security when I'm walking home alone or especially at night. But uh, i was just going to say that you were so right, and really all the information that you said today was absolutely fantastic and I wanted to just mention some websites uh, before we're out of time we still have a little bit though uh some of the websites that you should uh definitely check out to see some technology in action is b t s y a dot org be the star you dot org and express yourself dot com yeah
4: and I don't know I feel like Tumblr is great, Facebook's great, in- Instagram, Pinterest is great, but having a real blog is also a really cool experience. Like, I started my blog in August, and it's just been really different. But unfortunately, we are out of time.
3: Thanks so much for joining us here on Voice America Kids. Thanks to Star Style Productions for producing this show. Thanks to our guests from across the world. And thanks to you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. You've been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens, on the Voice America Kids Network. Don't forget to check out btsya.com. To find out more about the ninth annual Be the Story War Essay Contest, and please help with Operation Hurricane Sandy Disaster Relief, you have the opportunity to make a happy difference during the holidays. And always, I'm Caitlin Darrow. And I'm Young Juan. Thank you for always tuning in every week. It's been a pleasure bringing you our
4: life-changing program, Express Yourself. We want to hear your thoughts, and we want to answer your questions, so email us at btsyateenradio at gmail.com. And check out our radio site at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com, like Caitlin so helpfully stated. And last but not least, our creative community site at btsya.com. And watch out for our new Tumblr, coming soon. And you can upload your creative works at our site for free and get involved with Be The Star You Are charity. Buy books and t-shirts in our store. Sign up for our free newsletter and make a donation to keep Be The Star You Are alive. And please support our Hurricane Sandy relief program. And thanks for joining us. Thanks to our great field reporters. And until next week, remember, express yourself.